All right. Well, we want to welcome Jamin, Mr. Jamin Burton. Not to put too much pressure on you, but you are my first and only guest so far. Oh, wow. So far, yeah, it's just been me and Brandon. That's not a lot of pressure at all. No, no. The nice thing is we're not releasing these in order. So, like, maybe if it's if it's really good or really bad, we'll save it for later. Let's kind of see how things go. Well, it's got to be really good because this is actually my first podcast. It is. No, I take that back. This is my second. Uh, this is my second. But yeah, see, the so second time's always better than the true. first. Did, first time you, you fumble the, around, right. you screw it up, you see what happens. Right. Oh, it's, I've never done that before. You're not breaking the podcasting cherry. I've right. Never, I've this <laughs> I'm, I'm really a veteran now that this is my second. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. By, by, by number three, you're ready to go. <laughs> right. There's just absolutely nothing to do. Right. So I didn't want to do what everybody does and ask you, so don't answer any of these questions. Okay. I didn't want to ask you like how you got into vlogging or things of that nature. I wanted to dig a little deeper into Jamin. Uh-oh. I want to kind of get an idea of how did you get into poker in general? Like, you know, what first started to get you play? Kind of where did mm-hmm. you play at? You know, just some basic wow. pre, it's funny pre-vlog you, stuff. It's you funny. Know? The ones that you said that you didn't want to ask are the ones that everyone Everybody asks. knows. So this, it's out there. And the one that you do want to ask, I've actually never talked about. So you, you've nailed done it. really well. See, I'm no podcast amateur. I knew nothing about poker at all around let's just say this is 1999 2000 nice i was a bowler really yeah i bowled a lot quick quick sidebar what is jamin's like bowling handicap is that a thing uh like what's an average game like what was it when you were a bowler when self-proclaimed back then i mean i was carrying a 200 average to something like that respectable bowler respectable um and i would bowl on a league every thursday night with some guys that did play poker right okay so when bowling there was this card game if you got a strike you got a card if you got a spare you got a card this kind of thing and the best five can five 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 card card hand hand would win i didn't know what beat what no so i'd have to go to my teammates like should i Pitch this keep one. This. Should I keep what this I one? Do? Should I, yeah. I had no clue. This is like 2001, 2002. We go to Vegas to bowl in nationals, right? Wow. So I bowled in nationals in Las Vegas in 2002. We go to we went to Reno to bowl in nationals. I bowled all over the place. Wow. Knew nothing about poker. I'd go to Vegas. I'd look at a poker table. I'd have no idea because they played. I'd just sit there and watch and have no idea what was going on. Um, one summer, I happens to be in Wichita visiting a friend. And ESPN was running a marathon of, turned out to be the Moneymaker tournament, but they were running a marathon, the ESPN World Series of Coverage oh, Marathon, nice. blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And I just sat there and watched it. And the reason, the only reason I turned it on and the only reason I watched it was because I was tired of going to my teammates to ask them which what cards what? I should pitch. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, if I learn a little bit about poker, then maybe I can win the extra $7 per game. Right. For, yeah. And oh, I just, if you could only lose seven dollars yeah. per game now, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> and I got hooked. I got hooked on this ESPN marathon, the World Series of Poker, the Money Maker, the Money Maker, the that everybody thing. watched. Yeah, Sammy Farha Money Maker thing. Wow. Um, and that's what started it. I think right after I left Wichita, went back to St. Louis. I downloaded either Poker Stars or Ultimate Bet or something. Full tilt or yeah, something. Yeah, and I was yeah. I was off. That was it. And I soon after stopped bowling. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. So it's not like I mean. So when you, and then when you started playing, you did online, and then that went away yes. in 2010. Did you play home games? Or? Um, played a home game was like a 10 cent, 25 cent home game. 
probably 2003, 2004, 2005, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. where we all thought we knew what we were doing Absolutely. and none of us knew yeah. anything. A lot of Hollywood and yeah. those old home games in that time. I would play uh, whatever the smallest stakes online were is where I started, one cent, two cents, something like that. I think I before Black Friday, I had moved up to playing like... 50 cent a dollar, one dollar, two dollar, which wow. was like a big game for online. Always cash yeah. games, or were you ever a tournament uh, player? Or I originally, both? I originally started out tournaments. I wouldn't play cash games um, because they were scary to me. Yeah, yeah, they they scared. I think that's a natural progression. Like people kind of start playing in a tournament, and then they they move on to a home game, and then they start playing in casinos, and right. then it escalates from there. Right, and it's funny now when I try to I try to play tournaments, I feel like I'm in like a poker prison. Like, I can't, like, maneuver the way I want to maneuver. Uh, it's the finality, right? Like, if there's no, like, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just buy more chips right. and try yes, again. Yes, it's definitely right? the finality. I definitely have more of a cash game mindset um, where I don't see the chips as having value, whereas tournaments, the chips have real value. I oh, mean, absolutely. You, well, I mean, you, they, they have value, but I, yeah, I, I yeah. see what you mean. Like, yeah, it's you the idea them and they're of gone. they're gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to so, win them back. So you that's, my, that's the backstory of the backstory, like before the vlog, like how I got into poker. Nice. Yeah. And then at this time you were living in St. Louis was, area still? I was still in, I was in St. Louis and it was like slowly poker was taking over my entire being. Like I was reading everything I could read. I was watching, but back then poker was everywhere. All I mean, over. It's high funny, stakes I was, poker, it was TV shows, it was everywhere. Yeah, I was having a conversation um earlier today and he was asking me about you know how texas is or how poker is booming in texas and and i told him well no it's really booming kind of all over it's yeah. the second poker boom um and he was like well when was the first boom and that's it's the money right. maker effect money right maker, i mean right. everybody was playing and it was, well, funny. It was a combination of the money maker effect and the whole card games right yeah they kind of worked in conjunction and the easy you know the ability that anybody could play one cent two cent right. or even free poker right. online at home in your underwear right. doing whatever you want and I mean, make a living doing it, and and yeah. and it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, how many times you play? Like you're, you're down your last two bucks, and you rip like a two dollar tournament with <laughs> like, you know, first place is like thirty grand. You're like, man, those days are right. gone. I mean, that was that remember, was the dream. Yeah, I remember getting packages all the time from Full Tilt. You know, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, hoodies. Like, because I was just I was just on there grinding. I mean, not Supernova Elite type grinding, sure, sure. But I mean, I was you know at the time I think I was like ten tabling. Wow, you know, like I mean, I was I that's was nutty. A, like a full time job. Yeah. I could never get. I would, I would once I got to, to like five or six, like it. I just I lost. I mean, you could I still data mine back then. I remember getting up uh, in the morning to go to work, spinning up like as many tables as I could with the memory on my computer, and then running. Uh, there was some program where you could just it would just log hands for you. So then when you finally came back to actually play in a game, you had all these like the hand histories wow. of all the players that were playing. It was nuts back then. It yeah. was nutty. It was fun though. It was. It was. It was different. It was fun. It, it was. was it was different. And it was new, and it was still kind of the wild, wild west type. Yeah, thing people and talk about how the game's broken now, and yeah. and, and Hold'em's kind of a a solved game, which I always find to be I don't know, a weird thing for people to say. Right. I mean, I, you know, it'd be like saying chess is a solved game. Yeah, Correct. I mean, the better players do better. Right. But it's not solved i mean i think what it is now is that there's a lot of the poker vernacular and terminology uh that has bled down to like the everyman so you hear a lot of players even at like one two saying oh is at the top of my range right or um you know uh, asking how can someone call there because they weren't getting the correct pot odds you know like stuff like this that i think a lot of players are misapplying (laughs) they're misapplying and then just throwing these words about 
uh, and it makes it seem like the game is a lot tougher. Right. But the the level of play, I think it's it, it, the level of play at low, lower six one two two five um, has definitely gotten harder over the years. I mean, it gets harder every year, but it's still a very beatable game. It's not solved by right. any means. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so besides poker, what else? What I mean, you, you said you don't bowl anymore. Nope, so do you have any bowl. other hobbies? But I guess uh, you're pretty occupied with oh what you got God, going yeah. on right I now. Mean, I mean, with the 10-year-old daughter, the regular you know, full-time job, playing poker, vlogging poker, editing poker, uh, my hobbies really, like when I have time to... You just to, listed all of them. Yeah, yeah, when I have time to do something, it's normally like I just want to like jump on the treadmill or like fold laundry. Like, I actually... It's, That's funny. It's, it's weird. Like, I find it very relaxing to like sit in front of a tv and iron laundry like as like as a downtime activity no that's great because i think once you you know you're running so often and doing so many different things and and i do that too and my wife's like why are you wasting your time like not doing dishes because and you know i'm throwing this out there like i do dishes all the time but you know it's just that monotonous kind of my brain can shut off and i can spend 15 minutes and Right. Unload the dishwasher, load the dishwasher, get husband points too, which right. is always a bonus. <laughs> I'm always in trouble. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's nice to be able to do that every now and again and turn it off. Right. And right? it's it's weird. Like, so, like I was telling you before, like, I, I've been doing a lot of traveling uh, to different meetup games or to different cities to play poker, but I never actually see the city. So that was like one of my goals for this year is like, if I'm going to do this traveling and see, like, I want to actually see something besides like the inside of the poker room right because we are here at uh paramount social club one of our podcast uh sponsors you're giving me a funny joke because i am a part owner in it and also chicago charitable games which both are sponsors of this podcast which is really mine but whatever it's (laughs) right right, right. i like to make it a little separate sounds like you're a bigger entity this way you're a big entity Uh, i try i try um but yeah, we had a nice turnout here. Lots of people came out for you. Yeah, I love this place. Yeah, like I, I, number one, I love the the openness. I know the people listening can't see it. No, but, it's an I audio mean, medium. You're gonna have to describe no, I, it. No, I love the openness. I mean, there's arcade games. I got some billiards behind me. There's poker tables. There's food. There's look at this place. TVs. TVs. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Little little poker room that's not quite so little. No, this place is big. Yeah, it's big. Cavernous. Echoey. Yeah, I should have. Uh, I could have flown the drone in here. We've had a guy do it. Yeah. Uh, it scares me slightly. Yeah. But I don't yeah. really know how to fly a drone, so it's not that hard. No. Nah, yeah, it's not that hard at all. Joystick. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that hard. I'm at all. never. I'm not a big video game player. I think oh, my see, my age is like right on the cusp. How old of are you? Thirty nine. I'll be forty here oh, no, in summer. So I mean, it was like I had an Atari. I had games growing yeah. up, but I just I never got the bug to like. Yeah. You know, even if we go back to the bowling days, like the 1999, 2000 days, even then I was playing this game on the PC called EverQuest. I was playing that 40, 50 hours a week. Oh, wow. And still like doing my job. So you're like, a little bit of an addictive yeah, kind when of I get, fall in. Yeah. And when I get my teeth in something, then it's like in you're it. You're stuck. Yeah. Before the vlog, even, you know, after poker, but before I started the vlog, I was playing Destiny on the PS4 and I was streaming on Twitch and doing that, that whole thing. And I was doing that 30 hours a week. So there's always something that I'm doing that it's like I'm doing it overboard. Nice. You know, like creating a blog and then... Well, it's nice to be able to do it in a creative outlet, right? Correct. Because yeah. so many people go down the other way of just compulsion, you know, right. but I for have, bad stuff. I have a history of, I won't say overdoing something, but doing it to the point of um, like almost like where it reaches terminal velocity, which I kind of think is where my blog is now. So when I first started the blog... 
I did 12 vlogs in 12 days. Jesus. While I was in Vegas. Um, I would wake up every morning and, and do a vlog that of the previous day. But my vlogs only took two, three hours to knock out. Right. Now my vlogs, now each vlog takes upwards of 20 hours to do. And, I'm and how, still, you, you put out a lot of content, but how yeah. often do you, do you have like a, an idea in mind? Or it's just kind of. I have an idea. I didn't want to give myself a set schedule. Every like, Tuesday I'm going to yeah, have Yeah, because this then it's just too much pressure for no reason. Yeah. Like you're putting pressure on yourself that nobody asked you to. So I try to do one every seven to 10 days. Um, which is still a lot. Yeah, which is still a lot. Yeah. Like knowing that they're going to take, you know, 20, 25 hours each. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, one every seven to 10 days. And if I feel like I'm going to get burnt out, then I'll just skip a week. You know, like. I feel, I feel weird because it's funny when you say stuff like that uh, and how much effort and time you have to put into it, which is greatly appreciated. Oh, thank uh, you. And we'll get to that part yeah. in a second. But it's funny. I do my little company vlog, which yeah. is like seven to 10 minutes. Yeah. I, in, I love doing it. Right. I have been outed in public before the guy's like hey man i know you and i'm like nah, i don't know nah. do you play poker no no yeah. wait i watch your vlog and i was like hold on you don't play poker and yet you watch the vlog which basically is just me reading the internet to people right. for seven <laughs> minutes funny. to let them know because my wife will always introduce me oh you know ken owns his own company blah 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 and i always downplay it and i was like yeah basically my job is to read people the internet that's funny. they call me hey where's the event at today where's the directions how do i get there <laughs> what what's the seven o'clock tournament how right. many chips do i get all that kind of good stuff but um with the your vlog you have something special coming up is it next week or what's uh, happening next week next week next weekend i will be in vegas my vlog got nominated yes for a global poker award for best vlogger, it's pretty of incredible. 2019, it, and you're in quite a. It's really incredible. Yeah, I mean, I know whenever you watch like Academy Awards and stuff, yeah. and then they're always like, it's just an honor to be kind of mentioned. N- correct. In and it, it really and, truly I mean, is. Like, I it's, mean, it's me and Daniel Negreanu, Brad Owen, and Andrew Nimi, and like it really is. You 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 hit the nail on the head. It's it's an honor just to be mentioned. Yeah. In that that category, like I'd never in a million years. When I picked up a camera and didn't even know how to turn it on, right. would I ever think of you know I getting to this point? Getting now. to this point, never right. ever. So it's it's incredible. I'll, it's going to be really exciting going there. Next you guys week. Get, is it like an award show to get dressed up? And yeah, it's it's, it's full blown. It's full blown. It's legit. Like, yeah, it's formal wow. attire. I think there's gift bags and stuff. Oh, that'd like be nice. Swag. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. What do you put in a, a poker? <laughs> yeah, <I'd>, poker uh, <laughs> award show. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do they it's, put just like? Black chips from Bellagio in there, and yeah, then like I mean, it's uh, it's a full formal, full formal thing that's at uh, crazy at the Poker Go Studios next to the Aria. That's awesome. So that's that's next Friday. So I'll be flying into Vegas then. Uh, spend the weekend there. I don't know. I'll try to get in a session or two. But yeah, I'm I was going to say try to hang out. It would be really kind of funny if like you guys are all going because like you hang out with those guys right. as well, right? Like right. You, you guys, it's a small, small circle, yes. and you know you guys go back and forth. And when you're in Vegas, you're going to hang out with Brad and right. Andrew and see the other guys. And what if you guys just all show up in like a random poker room and just like, all right, we want to put us on the one-two list and put, I, put you out someone there? Someone did that last year. Uh, no, I think Gary Gates did that last year after busting out of the main event. Him and his friends just all went to. Like Harrah's or like Bally's or Random, MGM or something, yeah. Yeah, and just started up, spun up a one-two game. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, um, but no, I think it's 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 going to be a really really interesting time. And the the one thing you did mention is uh, since this group of poker vloggers is kind of small, we are kind of close. Like, I mean, me and and Johnny Vibes talk often. Me and Andrew talk 
every couple days, every week or so. Andrew has a good uh, sense of humor. I mean, they, they all do. Yeah. They're very different. But, like, I was looking on Twitter, and, and Johnny Vibes was talking about the whole YouTube debacle yeah. where they're taking down videos and, and things yeah. are getting flagged, which I don't even want to go down that rabbit yeah. hole. But, you know, and he, Johnny's like, oh, we're in a group chat right now with me, Brad, Andrew, uh, Brad and Andrew, and, and Jamin. And Andrew, like, tweets out, like, cool story. You got Brad's right, number. number. I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. Just, like casually just dropping it out there name dropping brad oh i got his yeah, phone number yeah andrew's andrew's hilarious yeah yeah he gives me uh he's got a good dry like sense of humor right. when he says stuff it it makes me and makes it's, me giggle. it's i think it's it's cool that we all support each other you know even in projects that we're not involved in we just would support what each other's doing and we're all just of the same mindset that we're just trying to bring something new and different to the game get some more people's eyes on it um trying to bring some personality into a game that was kind of devoid of personality after Black Friday. Yeah, like, we, I, I was talking to somebody about this um, at one of the events. I can't remember exactly, but it was that same principle that, you know, you can only watch the main event so often on mm-hmm. TV. If you don't get some of those storylines of, like, the kind of random, right. you know, I don't want to use Chris Moneymaker, but I'm trying to think. Well, we had a guy that comes to Charity Poker. His name's Kevin May, May, he, May, he's, he got, like, third in the main event this year. Kevin? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. The I tank. Because yeah, he, yeah. he was a little slow. Yeah. He was, but I, I, right. I talked to him. He came to an event like two weeks later at a charity poker event. And I was like, how awesome is that? Like, he just binks off this million plus winner. Right. And next day comes out to play like a $300 charity poker right. event. And I talked to him. And I was like, I, you know, it, talking to him, I'm like, it's so incredible that people. I know you got a lot of shit on Twitter, and mm-hmm. people were saying stuff and giving you like you, you play too slow, you're slowing down, blah blah blah. Right. I'm thinking, how many of those guys could be put into his position, who's just not a professional poker player, right. to be at the biggest stage? Right. The pinnacle. In that that's insane. Same, it is insane. I, I, I can't even give like another type of scenario where that would happen. I play golf, and I'm a pretty good golfer. Right. Right. Uh, top whatever a good yeah. golfer yeah. not not a lot out there that can beat me on normal unless you're playing on tv but yeah. it would be like hey ken let's get you to sunday in the u.s <laughs> open in the final group with three holes left right 80 percent chance i throw up on myself 20 percent right. chance i just pass out on like right. the 16th hole like there's no way <laughs> i mean i so i was like i give you huge props for being able to get out there yeah. do this and but that's the kind of stories that we need and i think that's what you guys bring to the game in general is that it's cool. Not many players are going to be able to play 5-5 five, five or these bigger games right. and see it and then also get some insight on what you're thinking about mm-hmm. and doing stuff. And it's kind of fun to like watch and, and have you be like, well, totally screwed that one up. Right. Like, that didn't, and that all, didn't work. And and it's funny. when uh, I never really understood when I was playing, you know, when I very first started playing, how much thought and analysis went into any single given hand of poker. And even with the vlog, I mean, we try to show you as much as we can, but to break down a single hand, I mean, it would take 30, 40 minutes just to tell you why I bet this much and yeah. the history of the player, the history of my, my history with this player, what they were thinking, what's happened in the last 30 minutes, are they drunk, am I, you know, like, right. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. So even just seeing a snippet of that information, I think that is, thought process is huge and, yeah. because even during the poker boom, you never got that. Even when high stakes poker or celebrity poker showdown or was at its prime, you never really understood why, you know, why they Sammy were doing Farha was doing what he they was were doing. doing. Yeah, you for just sure. saw what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like you never, Which was cool. It was cool. Don't get me wrong. It was like, cool. And it was, I love it, when they used to throw out the bricks of cash, right. you know? 
And it was, it was great. And, you know, it was very entertaining, but I think uh, there is a certain... Uh, From an educational standpoint, yes, it wasn't really... The poker, like I said earlier, the the regular, your normal everyday poker player now is more educated in the game than we were in 2007, 2008. So... I like the direction it's going. I like the direction the vlogs are going. I like that there's new vloggers. It seems like every day, yeah, popping up. It's good. Um, Copycats. <laughs> well, there is some copycatting going on, and there is some. I'm doing this just because I want to try to be, uh, you know, and you a, never a level that, poker right? celebrity. Like, I mean, you never got into the vlog game. I, I think you had said somewhere that it, make videos for yourself because, right. like, you know, you can't make content to try to get somebody else to no, watch it. No, I. It's never going to work. I've made or to make money. <laughs> I think I've made of the hundreds of videos I've made. I think I've made two with the sole purpose of having someone else watch them. I can one, think of one. One was outside of CCG oh. with the Johnny vibes breaking into my car. That was thing. hilarious. Yeah. I can't believe we were one of the two. <laughs> right. that That's was, awesome. Yeah. But I mean, the reason I put that together oh, that was, was because it was I funny. thought it was yeah. hilarious. Right. And, and the, he's walking around looking at, <laughs> right. for those of you who don't know, you guys have the same car. Right. And he was at your car thinking it was his car. Right. And just the look on his face of like, oh. I'm trying to just, get into it. Right. Oh, it's classic. Classic, um, classic, classic. And the other one was just another short thing where I, I did a parody on the Be Like Mike song yeah. about Mike Popper. That's the one I was going right. to throw out. Um, the only reason I created those was for people to Everybody watch Everybody was doing right? it. Yeah. You know, but it, when I create a regular vlog, it is about 87.2% just for me. Yeah. Um, and if people watch it, that's great. If people get something out of it, that's great. But what I get out of it, I love the idea of my daughter, who's now 10, being able to look back. Yeah. You know, at 2000, at what her dad was doing in 2016, 2017, or whatever, because I can't do that. Like, right. I mean, thank God. I mean, my parents are still around. But when my dad was 40, 45, like, I have no idea what he looked right. like, what he was doing. Or what like, he's you doing. Know, like, yeah. yeah. Like, so I like that aspect. I was telling uh, Cedric, the poker traveler, he's I was like, you need to create a vlog, create it for you, because it's cool being able to go back and for look sure. at your exploits. Because I think he's a perfect example. Right. He's another guy. I think he has kind of blown up on Instagram, Instagram right. at Poker Traveler, right? So if you don't follow him, you should definitely check it out. 100%. But it's just, he's not, he's making videos of the game he's playing in, right. because it's it's fun stuff that's going on. Everybody wants to see all those chips, chips and play right. and moving around. And he's not doing it so that somebody will follow him and watch it. He's right. doing it because he just wants to go back. Like, hey, man, right. check out this so, video. Right. Like, this is awesome. Right. And that's that's what's so cool. And essentially, this just that's just, a, you know, he's creating little mini vlogs. And if you just, you know, just beef them up a little bit and now you have a, a spread, whole story. Spread there. it out a little yeah, bit. Tell, tell the story. And I also like about stories. I also like that there's so many different flavors of vlogs. Yeah. Like the stuff that Brad puts out is very, you know hand histories and almost, you know almost educational to a sense andrew is very cinematic you know mine are very story driven like i'm trying to be more in- entertaining you know same with johnny's very story driven this mm-hmm. is my life come along in my life with me um so there's a little bit for everybody i think that's great and it's nice that uh, you know friends and family get to watch it and see what you're doing because sometimes people hear like oh you're playing this much poker and and at times poker gets a bad rap where it's this kind of seedy underground of and i was like man i wish you would come and see a 20 dollar tournament that we do here or wherever and it's like it's just regular guys having fun having a few drinks do whatever you want to do and it's not make or break money here you know no and it's it's even more entertaining when uh, it is make or break money, right? And you see, I mean, because you can see a f- the full gambit of emotions on most people's vlogs from them, 
the highest highs, them winning big pots to, you know, them being almost near tears and losing, right. you know, having losing sessions. And it's just it's just all part of life anyway. Winning and losing. Winning it's and losing. very deep. I like it. <laughs> so I have one last question because I find it incredibly difficult. So I'm a little jealous. Maybe I need some tips. I have occasionally, when I've been playing lately, been trying to videotape hands. I find yes. it is impossible for me to record, remember to write down the flop, remember what people did. Yeah. I can barely get through the hand and try to win. Yeah. And if I get a good hand and something cool is happening, then I forget the rest of the stuff. <laughs> the whole time and then i'm like oh man that would have been oh wait i did what was the flop again and what did the other guy that i'm the perfect uh or i'm the bad poker player that's like all right so anyways i had ace ace seven six no wait uh seven eight and then the the flop was a a ten and xx i don't don't really remember i'm like the worst at poker stories because i can never remember my brain is always saying to me like well what the hell did you have that you know this is a shitty it's, story. You I know? think it's it's a learned uh, skill. I know when I very first started doing it, I it takes the skill just to get the camera in the right place to record yeah. the hand and try to capture the action at the table. But then you end up coming with up with like a shorthand notation to try to remember everything that happened. I mean, do it right after the hand uh, kind of thing, or I'm you, sure you're much better at yeah, it now. Even doing it for you the know. sooner you can do it, the yeah. better. Um, but. If you can't, there are times during editing where I have to kind of piece a hand back together from memory. And depending on who the dealer is, you can sometimes see the card peeling off of their hand. That's like one little trick. Nice. Um, obviously, you can you can see when players are betting how much they're betting. If sure. you can remember betting amounts, that's another, that's another trick. Um, another thing uh, I would do, especially if the hand was really complicated and I knew I didn't want to write out all the notes, is I would physically get up from the table, take my phone, and just go off into the corner and, like, repeat the hand. Uh, yeah, make into, a note of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah where no, one, no one can hear me. Um, but it's definitely a skill that has gotten better with me over time because my memory is horrible. Like, I, for instance, I did a vlog here last night. As I cashed out, I walked outside. I was talking to the camera. And in that 45 seconds from cashing out <laughs> right. to walking outside, I couldn't remember what I cashed yeah. out at. Like, I had no clue. Oh, that's great. Like, so, yeah, it's just I can remember certain things and other things I, I, I couldn't remember at all. The little details are yes. hard. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you decided to come to Texas and visit us and be our first guest on the podcast. What's the name? You have a podcast name? Overlay. We're calling it The, the Overlay. Overlay. I right? like that. Yeah. I like that. Poker, it's Overlay. We want to do a little bit more gambling. We did a Bad Beat episode. Um, I think that was the first episode, yeah. which was cool. We wanted to call it Chop It Up, which I thought it was a cool name. But there's like nine podcasts. I was gonna say it sounds it very cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we actually yeah. talked about that yeah. show, Chopped. Yeah. Yeah. So we we switched that, but we'll no, see. Thanks how it goes. for having me. Anytime. Well, that's it for today, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Sure. Where are you gonna be at next? Oh, uh, March, end of March. Uh, end of March, I'll be at CCG at St Andrews. Yes. And uh, but the beginning of March, I'll be in Vegas. Nice. All well, right. Good. Thank you for being on, and uh, yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you.